You may be seated. If you'd like to turn to the very first verse in the Bible, go ahead. Pastor is handing out Bibles and note sheets, and you will need them today. Um, oh, I'm sorry. The kids can go with Pastor Russ. I forget that every week. <laughs> <laughs> the very first verse in the Bible is Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. Um, we, were, we started with the first uh, part of that last week. Um, I call it Genesis 1-1-A, um, and we'll go to 1-1-B. Um, but let me say one thing. Um, with this Delta variant um, kind of raising the stakes in this whole thing right now, you do what you feel comfortable with. If you want to wear a mask, you wear a mask, okay? Um, if you need to sit outside, I wouldn't sit out there today. But um, you, you do what you feel comfortable with. Does that make sense? You know, um, you know, I've had COVID and I've, I've had the shot and I'll get another shot. It don't matter to me. Just stick it in me, man, just as long as I don't get that again. But um, um, you just have to feel what you feel comfortable. I, I hope... I, I hope I'm making sense to everybody. I don't want you to, you know. Last week, we started out in, in the beginning, God. And, and basically what we talked about was, in the beginning, there was nothing but God. I mean, the, the science called that the primordial ooze. I have no idea what that means, but I thought I'd put that out there in case you think I'm stupid. Um, but in the middle of that, he was able, because he had no distractions and, and there was no one here. Folks, almighty, perfect, all-wise God had the time and the focus to be able to develop a perfect plan for your world and with your name on it. Did everybody hear what I just said? And here's the coolest part. When things get all messed up, anybody here ever had got, you just felt like your life was all kind of messed up and goofy and out of whack and out of balance, you know? Um, I know chiropractors are good for that, but, but sometimes it's time to go to God, all right? <laughs> sometimes, folks, and I want you to hear, because we're going to start here, we're going to end here. Sometimes it's time to go back to the beginning. And the beginning is God. I'll come and I'll talk to you. And, and we'll go through all your stuff once. I'm not my brother. He's a counselor. I'm not. We'll talk about your stuff once. Then we're going to make a plan to fix it. Okay? I'm, just, I'm not one of these people. I, I just I love you all with all my heart. But I'm not going to sit there and go through that stuff 25,000 times. You know, that's just not who I am. But I will help you to understand how to go back to the beginning and find that power and find that plan and find that wisdom and find that that will help you to go from where you are to where God created you to be in the center of that perfect plan. Are you with me? Is everybody with me right here? Okay. So in the beginning, God, 
And in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. I'll say it again, because that's just unbelievable. God created the heavens and the earth. Now, the next verse to turn to is John chapter 1, verse 3. John chapter 1, verse 3. You might want to write these down, because I'm not going to have time to wait for everybody to, to get to all these verses. But this is kind of a weird verse to me. All right? In, in, in the first couple of verses, it says, in the beginning was the Word, and Word was with God, and the Word was God. The Word here for Word. Is everybody listening? The Word here for Word, and there's a reason I want to point this out, is logos, logic, science. Um, that dynamic, eternal, mental um, prowess of God, the logos, okay? And, 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 and it says, in the beginning was the Word, and Word was with God, he was in the beginning with God. Now, listen to this next. Remember, he created everything, the heavens and the earth. I love the way it says this. It says it way around to get to that point. All things came into being by God, by him. And apart from him, nothing came into being that has come into being. Now, they got a wet, long way around to get to say God created everything. You know, God, God just kind of created everything. I'm just like, whoa, 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 dude. You know, then turn over to Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. You might want to write these down because these are powerful, creative uh, verses. And we'll return to some of this at the end, okay? But right now, we're just talking about God as creator. And, and he created you. And he created you awesome. And he created you with a perfect plan. And he created you powerful. And he created you with, with something really, really extraordinary. He, look, look at verse 10. Of, of chapter 2. For we are his workmanship. You know what it actually says or could be translated? We are his masterpiece. Now, I want you to take a second think about that. I am God's almighty, perfect, holy God's masterpiece. I'll say it again because about 90% of you missed it. I am almighty, perfect, all-wise God's masterpiece. Amen. Think about that. Think about that. See, the reason you want to think about that and know and understand that is because if you don't know and understand that, we'll talk about sin in the middle here, you don't really understand what salvation does and what sanctification does, and what the Holy Spirit does, if you don't understand that when you were created, you were created as God's perfect masterpiece. You see, when I get up in the morning, see, I don't have to worry about my hair, so I just look in the mirror and go, yeah. <laughs> I don't even like to shave, so who cares, you know? And I'm kidding, but I'm not. Because there's a lot of hurting people that feel so poorly about themselves. And folks, that's got to do with sin. That's got to do with the life zappers around you. That doesn't have to do with how God made you. God made you awesome. You know? Oh, but I wish. Quit that. God made you, created you perfectly awesome. You are his masterpiece, okay? Helps if I get in the right verse. Um. Created in Christ Jesus for good works, which he prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. 
So tomorrow morning when you get up, you look in the mirror. Don't worry about what your hair looks like. Just say, yeah, baby. God's perfect masterpiece. Amen? So very, very, very important to understand. It really is. Then in Colossians chapter 1, verse 16, this will blow your mind. You've got to really kind of develop this in your mind and, and, and understand this because and, this is such an important passage of Scripture. It says, By Him all things were created. Are you with me? <laughs> Both in the heavens and on the earth. Do you start to get the height and the breadth and the depth of God's creative power and order? Start to put that together, okay? Now here's a biggie. Visible and invisible. All right? Whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authority, don't tell the people in Washington, but they're not actually in charge. Amen, that's right. And all God's people said, Amen. thank you, Jesus. You know? <laughs> and in him, here's the thing you got to hear. Are you listening to me? In him, no matter what's happening in Washington, no matter what's happening in the media, no matter what's happening on Wall Street, in him, all things hold together. Because he created it and he controls it. So the next time you watch CNN or Fox News and you feel like everything's out of control, remember, they didn't create it either. He did. He's in control of everything. Everything. As in, he's in control of your life, even when some days you don't feel like anybody's in control of your life. Amen. Anybody else with me? So very, very, very important. So important. I'm sorry, I've got a lot of scripture today. And this last one I think is so important. Hebrews chapter 11. Verse 3. This, this, this. This is wild, but it's something to understand the last half of this sermon. You've got to really get this stuff, and you've got to especially get this one, okay? Now, next week, if it's this humid, I love you, but we'll be inside. <laughs> Can anybody help me to understand why when we've got a $50,000 air conditioner in there, we're out here? <laughs> Whose idea was this? Mine, yeah. <laughs> Last year we had to. This year we can. Next year it will be a little bit. All right. By faith, I'm sorry. See, we are saving money. By faith we understand. I'll give the money next week. Don't worry about it. By faith we understand. That the worlds were prepared by the word. Now, the reason I pointed out in John chapter 1, the word for in the beginning was the word, there is logos. Are you with me? 
logos, science, logic, all right? Here, the word for word is a, a, a Greek term called rema. Rema. And what that means is, is, and God does this sometimes for us, if you're listening. Sometimes, through all the haze, God speaks. You understand? You ever get that feeling, you know, wow, where'd that come from? Do you ever read a verse, and all of a sudden, you've read that verse 576,000 times. All of a sudden, it means something. Does that make sense to y'all? It's like, well, but I read it before. God's like, yeah, but you're not real bright. Just uh, listen. All of a sudden, it means something. That's because God is speaking into that. God spoke, Rema, and the worlds were created. Now, you see, that's important because you have to understand we're going to go talk about something bad for a second. Then we're going to come back and talk about the awesome power of God's saving and sanctifying and spirit-filled grace. Okay? Logos is the word, baby. And you need to know the word. I mean, you need to be in the word. I'm going to give another commercial for the Riverview groups every day. The Riverview groups read a couple of chapters out of God's word. Then they gather together and they love on each other and they talk about that and they pray. And each day you, you respond to that. I'm going to beg you to pray. God, do you want me to be a part of that? Because the people that are in that are growing by leaps and bounds. And here's the coolest part. When something goes awry in your life, you've got people around you that you know are in the word and you can go to them. So just think about that. Five o'clock today, you can have my piece of chicken. All right? <laughs> I don't even know whether there is chicken. I'll pick some up on the way. But the word, and then there's the graphics. I won't get into all that. And, but the word is Jesus Christ, and he created the world. But he created the world through his words. And he spoke this world into order. And he spoke this world into being. The, the words were prepared by the word, the rhema of God, so that what is seen was not made out of things. Got to hear this one. Are you listening? You got to hear it. They were made out of things that ain't there. Do you ever get to a point in your life, you look around and go, man, my world's lacking. Anybody? I look around, look at my bank account sometimes, and I go, rut row. <laughs> you know? I, I look around the church, or I, I look and I look and look, and God's like, quit looking. If I want it, all I got to do is speak it. Do you actually believe it, or are you just saying amen? You hear what I'm saying? You know, you got to believe this. God Almighty, he spoke the world into being, into order. It's awesome stuff. It really, really, really is. It, it's powerful. You don't have to turn to these two. I'm going to do them real quick. Psalm 147.4 says, He counts the number of stars. He gives names to all of them. And Isaiah 45, 12, make sure I get the right one. 
Sorry. It is I who made the earth, created man upon it. I stretched out the heavens with my hands, and I ordained or I placed every star and every planet and everything that's in the sky. That's all important to your life, and we'll see it in, in, in a few minutes. I, I looked up, huh? 45.12. I'm sorry. Man, get a little sharp, man. Come on, stay on top. Help him out. Um, I looked this stuff up because I'm no scientist and I know no details. I've never seen a detail in my life. That's why God gave me Lisa. <laughs> Everybody says, hey, man. Amen. <laughs> if somebody's giving me a card or a check, they don't give it to me. Nope. Who do you give it to? You give it to Lisa. Because what's going to happen? I'll lose it. That's right. That has nothing to do with the sermon, but I just thought I'd share that with you. But they tell me, I looked this up. Now, I thought that was, this was cute. I looked how many stars are in the universe. And they say there's somewhere between 30 and 70 billion trillion stars in the universe. I have no, what that, I have no idea what that means. Is there a scientist here that knows what that means? I have no idea what that means. A lot. What it also means is all these people that are claiming science is so important, they don't know what they're talking about either, so it's okay. Folks, 40 to 30 to 70 billion trillion stars, Jesus named them I can't even remember my name most of the time, all right? He named them. He perfectly placed them. Are you with me? You know, they tell me if a star or a planet gets out of order, everything goes out of whack and everything's like a balloon you let go and the air goes, you know. But the God that created them and named them and counted them, and placed them, is in control of everything. Inclu Are you listening to me? Including my world and my life. Somebody just say hallelujah while I'm at it, all right? Because that, that if, you, if you don't get anything else today, get that. The one who created it all, numbered it all, placed it all, named it all, is in control of every meticulous detail of my life, and I am his workmanship. I am his perfect creation. I am exactly what he wanted me to be. Then came this thing called, it's a three-letter word, what am I thinking of? Sin. Okay, we've got to talk about this because every time I start talking about this kind of thing, people look at me and say, but pastor, my life's a mess. Pastor, my mind's a mess. Pastor, my emotions are a mess. I've been there, tried that. <laughs> Still will. It's called being a human. All right, are you with me? God created this perfect creation, set it into order, set it into motion. And all of a sudden, the evil one. Now, understand this. He even created the evil one. His name was Lucifer. He went off the rails, tried to start a war with God. 
when you try, let me help you with this, just, just to help you out there. If you try to, uh, to go to war with God, you're going to lose. Ain't no use going there, right? And I, I think that's very important, but he created Lucifer too. He created Satan. He created the devil. That's all his different names, okay? He created the evil one. And the evil one slivered into that perfect creation as a snake. And he began a conversation of doubt. Aren't you so thankful that we never doubt? And all God's people said, (laughs) we wish. (laughs) Guys, I'm telling you right now, be careful. Because Satan didn't come into the perfect creation and go to Adam and Eve and say, listen, I want to destroy you and your children and your children's children. He came in and he just asked simple, kind of ludicrous, silly little questions. But he knew what he was doing. And he caused them to doubt. And all of a sudden, their minds started to wonder and their, they took their eyes off of God And all of a sudden, they put them on the very fruit that God told them not to place them on or not to eat from. And they saw them. And something awful happened. Because a great lineage of sin and destruction and doubt and distraction and disturbance began in our world. I want you to hear this. Every negative dynamic in your world, in your family, everything you read about, I want you to get this. I want you to understand this. There is an evil one out there, and he is a roaring lion seeking whomever he may mess with. No, whoever he may devour. Man, he ain't looking to mess with you. Usually when we say devil's messing with us, it's us messing with us. He is out to devour your life. He is out to devour your home. He is out to devour your marriage. He is out to devour your mind and your heart and your soul and your body. He is out to devour and destroy everything he can get his evil mitts in and on. Are you with me? Did you hear what I just said? See, we got to get serious about this. I think sometimes we kind of prance through life and we kind of get into the religion thing a little bit and we kind of miss the fact that, man, we got to get serious about this stuff. When that dude tries to enter your mind, man, you don't play with that. You don't have a conversation with him. He ain't there to mess with you or distract you. He is there to destroy you. He is there to destroy every area of your life. He is there to destroy your kids. Parents, are you listening to me? He he wants to destroy your kids before they're even teenagers and lose their stinking mind. They do lose their mind at 13, 14. You do understand that, don't you? (laughs) Sorry, girls. It grows back. (laughs) sometimes all right sometimes we look 
And we go, well, if I'm God's perfect masterpiece, something really got messed up in the painting process. Did you ever feel that way? Man, my mind is bouncing off the walls all the time. You ever been there? Been there. I've been there. All right? Sometimes my emotions are just so wackadoodle, I don't, ha- I don't have a clue how to kind of take hold of them and pull it back. Anybody else ever, ever been there? Things have happened in my life, and, and it just feels like I can't ever get away from it, get over it. Call it a wound, call it whatever, but I just don't feel like I can ever get healing for it. Anybody else ever been there? You're just, it's hard. And ain't nobody up here telling you this is easy. Because anywhere you've been, I can match you crazy for goofy. All right? I, I, I can promise you I can. You know, I, I, I can. But you see, folks, the reason we studied that awesome creation of God is I want you to understand what the cross of Jesus Christ was really about. Bless you. I want you to understand what the resurrection of Jesus Christ was really all about. Are you with me? I know it's hot. I'm almost done. That's what all preachers say. I want you to understand what the person of God's Holy Spirit is all about. And what it's about is restoring you saving you, making you new, and and recreating you in his awesome, awesome, awesome image. Turn with me to 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Is that in the New Testament? Yeah. Just kidding. Verse 17, it says, Therefore, if any man is in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, new things come. Or new th- that, that recreative process begins to develop in our lives. You see, sometimes it's time to look and say, you know what? The masterpiece got messed up. God, I'm coming back to what we talked about last week. I'm coming back to the beginning. Because I really don't know where to start to put it back together. Anybody with me? Anybody with me? Okay. I see some of you falling asleep. I'm almost done. All right. Stay with me. All right. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 23 and 24 talks about the fact that, that you being renewed in your spirit of your mind, you can put on the new self which in, which in the likeness of God has been created in righteousness and holiness. I'll put this all together for you in, in just a minute. Okay? Colossians chapter 3, verse 10. 
says, put on the new self, which is being renewed to a true knowledge according to the image of the one who created you. And Psalm 51.10, if you want to write these down and go over this afternoon, that would be great. Psalm 51.10 says, Create in me a clean heart, God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. I know things get messed up. There is nobody here that the masterpiece at one time or another hasn't gotten messed up. There is nobody here that that masterpiece hasn't gotten smeared or, or, or smudged or whatever you want to call it. There's nobody here whose mind at one time or another hasn't kind of gotten out of control or Satan has been able to kind of creep in there and twist and turn and, 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 and do some really negative things or destructive things in our minds. There's nobody here that in their emotions, that their emotions haven't gotten really out of whack because the evil one was kind of allowed to get a foot, 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 um, um, the foot in, <laughs> foot old, in, and twist and turn and, 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 and make us feel things that aren't true. But man, don't they sure seem true? Here's the cool part. He created you perfectly. I'll say it again. Y'all must have missed it. He created you perfectly. He created you awesome. He created you powerful. He created you with the power to overcome the evil one no matter how he tries to attack or twist or turn or whatever. Are you with me? But it got messed up because our original parents decided to listen to the evil one, to listen to their own doubt, to take their eyes off of Jesus and put them on the forbidden fruit, and they sinned. And it caused great destruction in the garden. And Romans 5 and Ephesians 2 talks about the fact that God absolutely, I mean, uh, he has been able to twist and turn and we are born not in that creative dynamic, but in the middle of sin and under the power of sin itself. Are you with me? But Jesus Christ has done everything necessary on the cross, in the resurrection, in the person of his Holy Spirit. Are you listening? For you to be recreated into the image you were created in. Are you with me? Isn't that awesome? Quit listening to people or the evil one telling me, telling you, well, there's nothing you can do. Folks, everything that needed to be done for that recreation has already been accomplished. Say, well, pastor, how do I do this? What you do is you back up and you confess to your heavenly father. I mess things up. I can blame on the devil, but I let him do it. I got this in my mind. I've got this in my heart. I've got this in my soul. I've got this in my body. I've got this habit. I've got this practice. I've got this pattern. This is messed up in my home. My marriage is a mess. My finances are a mess. You know what my heavenly father is telling you? 
take a chill pill. You come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. I will lead you. I will save you. I will set you free. I will guide you. Warning, parenthetical warning. You try to do this yourself, and you are going to fall flat on your face. You know how I know that? Well, I don't appreciate that attitude. You're right. I've tried to make things right myself before. And God's like, go ahead. You got it. You want to do it? Go ahead. And once I hit my head 10 times, other people's five, me 10, I realize, what am I doing? Jesus died and rose again and sent his Holy Spirit to recreate me in his awesome image, the image that he created me in the first place. He wants to restore me. He wants to redevelop and repaint that masterpiece in my life. He absolutely, want that power, with that power that he made all the stars and named them and placed them and, and numbered them, he wants to bring that power into my personal life. Isn't that cool? Isn't that cool? Let me ask you this morning. Is that creative power working in your personal life this morning? Or are you just kind of playing religion and trying to do it yourself? There's too many of us. And let me let you know a secret. You don't have the wisdom, and you don't have the power, and you don't have the ability to overcome the evil one. But Jesus Christ, the creator of the universe, who spoke the world into being, can re-speak, and he can speak into us anything and everything his love would allow him to speak. He's got an awesome plan, awesome plan for us. He's got an awesome plan for each and every one of us. And the world we live in, the question is, will we allow him to do the recreative work? And if, if it gets messed up, here's the cool part. He never says, I'll only do that once. He says, as many times you need me to do that, I'll do that. And I'll, I'm, I'm a God of patience. And the bottom line is, I'll just keep doing it until the cows come home. I have no idea what that means, but it sounds good. Amen. Today, when Satan starts telling you how bad you are, when Satan starts reminding you of all your goofiness, when Satan starts telling you that it's all messed up and there's nothing you can do about it, you, you back up and you say, God, yes, I confess. I've allowed this thing to get all messed up. I need your salvation. I need your healing. I need your power. I need you to do in my life what only you can do. I need you to recreate in my life what you intended from the very beginning. Amen. 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 Father, thank you for your word. 
Father, we are so thankful that what you created is beyond our wildest imaginations. And sometimes we're so hard-headed or rebellious or goofy or, or sinful or whatever. We allow it to get all messed up. Somebody agrees. But God, you are standing there today with the same creative power and creative perfection that you had when you created the world. Father, speak into us your perfection. Speak into us your power. Speak into us your love. Speak into us your healing. Thank you, Father. Help us. Please help us not to stand on the outside of your kingdom and your grace and just walk alone feeling poorly about what is. Help us, Lord, today to step up and step in and allow you to do the great work that you want to do in each and every one of our lives. And we will give you glory and we will give you praise and we will give you honor. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. And it's in your son's name we pray and all God's people said, amen. amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful, wonderful week.